When the moon hits your eyes like a big pizza pie, that's a morning. Love it. Love it. That was Joe. All right, let's get this oh, podcast rolling. You accepted all right? the challenge. I love it. Get <laughs> so anybody else out there who's listening, they can uh, they take can, notes. Exactly. I want to just sidetrack, uh, sidetrack just a tiny bit here. I bumped into Carlito somewhere I know, that I, I never thought you. I would bump into. You know what? It was just a matter of time. <laughs> Adult club? We will talk about that at another episode, but per- Carlito and I bumped into each other at the courthouse. Yeah, so I don't, I, I'll speak for myself. I was going to court to go against a bad contractor that left one of my new customers hanging over a year of unfinished work in a horrible atmosphere for a lady that just had a baby and like it was terrible it was horrible so i'm testifying in court for against the bad contractor it seems like i'm always finishing and chasing these these guys bad guys bullshit i'm not yeah. gonna say a word about what i was doing there that'll well, be later on i thought you were working actually yeah, i fucking wasn't working <laughs> we took pictures today it was, it was funny yeah i saw <laughs> all right so let's cheese. get back to joe here so joe give us a little rundown of you and how long you've been in the business and uh, what do you um, do joe joe from J, oh, how do you? Uh, JR Management Group. Sorry? JR Management Group. There you go, JR. I know, I noticed you just changed the name recently. Well, it's JR Management Group, and then we have the other names are JR Entry Systems, JR Windows and Doors, and started at 19, so 26 years in this business. Holy we, shit. Wait, how old, are you older than us? I'm 45. Fuck, he's younger than us. I'm older than everyone. Fuck. So. <laughs> 45. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit, man. Okay, fine. Carlito's still keep, the oldest I'm here. I'm still the oldest. Your daddy. But he All has right. hair. Call me Papa. <laughs> we established that on the last Papa. podcast. I'm Papa. <laughs> All right. So, 19 years old. 19 years old. What drew you to construction? Grunt uh, windows and doors right from the beginning. Family business? No, no. Newmar no. Windows. We started okay. way back when. And uh, I started there as the grunt and uh, built my way up into being lead hand supervisor and then started running my own department. Pretty much did that for about eight years. And then I went on to work in another place, a tool shop actually, which became familiar with a lot of high-end tools and power tools. And we got to see the insides like of these that. things. So I know which ones I can actually buy and appreciate and enjoy. And then from which there, I was always money. doing my windows and doors on the side. At some point, I got fed up and I went off on my own. And I said, it's time to start something new. How nice. was that? How was that step when you're doing the side scary business and all of a sudden it's time shit. to pull the trigger? Like, it was scary. Was because it scary? you just don't know, right? You don't know what to expect. And then I, I just had seen enough. I said, you know what? I could do it. I started taking on anything in the beginning, even renovations. And we did them. We got them done. And I just started to slowly move out of that and get back into what I want to do, which is windows, doors, and garage doors. Did you do the commercial also? No, I've always avoid- I've done commercial, but I've always avoided it for the most part okay. because it is a lot of work, a lot of headaches. And then you have to have other equipment because with commercial, you got to do welding sometimes and a lot of steel work and yeah. some projects. And I just... It's a different animal. Commercial is a different animal. Different animal. I've never equipment. been attracted to commercial. I don't I know. Love commercial. You love commercial? Yeah. I like modern houses. They're built on metal and concrete. Yeah, they're built on a commercial so platform. I really like that whole it's European. Not, it's not my main. Modern look. My main line of work. We've done commercial. Like we've done commercial entry doors. We've done commercial doors for like these buildings like this. Commercial buildings. Yeah. I've actually done some for Will a couple uh, last year sometime. I did a few. Oh. Yeah, because you do a lot of garage doors, Our right? Our buddy Will Gunnell. Yeah, we did, we did some commercial doors for him at a, at a job he was doing. But it's just not something that I deal with extensively. So I just try to avoid it whenever possible. Wait a second. Frank Sinatra. I know. Uh, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> There's a theme going on here. No. I'm a big no, fan of really jazzy. No, a drink, a drink in hand and a good song. <laughs> so how is, uh, how is the, the window door business? How is that world? It depends what you're asking. It's a good business. It's a good business, but you have to do good work. It's hard, though, because a lot of guys doing it. There's a shitload of guys doing really crappy work, just like contracting in yeah, general. Yeah. And I just find that you have to sell yourself more than you sell the product because the product, at the end of the day, has to be installed properly, and that's the person doing it. So at the end of the day, you're basically selling yourself to the customer saying, this is what we do because everything else is, 
is basically the same. It's whoever you deal with, and the biggest thing with it is service. We have to service our customers, whether it be before the sale or after the sale, even at years after the sale, you gotta service the customer. And that takes time and that takes dedication because these people do expect you to come back if there's an issue. So at the end of the day, if we don't show up, we don't have business. So let me ask you, because I wanna get right into it. Wood, vinyl, fiberglass? For front for doors? Windows. windows, I'm not a fan of fiberglass. You don't really? like fiberglass? I hate fiberglass windows. The reason? I haven't been shown a window that I like yet. And I've dealt with a few different companies now. We actually posted a few pictures on Instagram about some fiberglass windows that we did. High-end company. I'm not going to name the name because I don't want to be in court for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a court theme going on here. <laughs> but the quality, dun, dun, dun. the quality of the window was horrible. Just absolutely horrible. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just right from the factory pulled it out of the boxes that they come in and they were already damaged right out of the box. The yeah. fiberglass was? The fiberglass. They're very fragile. Don't forget, a, fiber, a welded window, a vinyl window is welded. Corners are welded so you get strength from the weld. Fiberglass, you can't weld fiberglass. You gotta have some kind of joining mechanism. that a mechanical it fastener. So a mechanical fastener okay. joins it together. And that becomes the weak link. So in the frame, we actually, on the video that I posted, you can actually see light going through the joint of the window what? No. Yes. I've really? heard this before. Yeah. You can actually see light going right through the, the, the corner cut. That, wow. What's yeah. the Instagram page? Joe or F1. Joe, my name Joe, and then the R and F and one. One. All right. So yeah. people could check it out. So fiberglass, no good. I, Wait a again, second. But doors are different. I haven't different. seen all of them. No, fiberglass doors are different because yeah. a fiberglass door is a solid panel. Yeah. It's and it also, I, I, one thing I do like about fiberglass doors is because the heat doesn't roast the insulation inside the door. No, it does not. Yeah. Like where metal would, it would just... Yeah, it's, it lasts a lot longer. The skin is a lot tougher. And the biggest thing is I always try to sell people on front doors that are fiberglass because they take a lot more abuse. Well, it's the durability. I was about to yeah. say that you can actually yeah. kick it in or throw a basketball against it or something well, you like can, that. You know, and more importantly, you walk up to your, to your door full of groceries in hand, which is kick everybody's it. problem. You kick it, you push it with the bag, you have cans in the bag, you've dented your steel door. If it was a metal door. Right. You get dense, you get scuffs where the fiberglass again, door takes a beat. Conduction, the bad part for steel doors, right? Yeah, steel doors are good for, for certain things like back doors, side doors, fire doors, fire doors, stuff yeah. like that. When it comes to a front entry door, you get a lot more warmth on a fiberglass door than you do on a steel door. A steel door is just very plain, very basic flat door. So you're a vinyl guy or aluminum. What's your favorite? Windows? If, Windows. You're, if you're making your house right I'm now. I'm all over the place here now. Uh, yeah, for a high no, I'm end excited. Home, for a high-end home, hybrid windows. Hybrid. Aluminum, Which aluminum are? on the outside, vinyl on the on inside. On the inside. Sorry, say that one more time. I didn't hear that. So aluminum on the outside. Okay. There's the vinyl that attaches to the aluminum, and then you have your wood extension built onto that. Wow. That gives you a thermal break. That gives you a higher-end window. Oh, I like his language. And it gives you a solid window. But that's a commercial okay. no? window residential. unit. Residential. Con no, 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 but that application, that design, isn't that more of a commercial? It comes from, it comes from the commercial, comes from commercial side, world. But we're making it, the aesthetic of it now is, is actually becoming Make it look residential. Resi. And yeah. does everyone talk about the same language, hybrid? Like yeah, if I like said if I want a hybrid window. you want a hybrid window, window that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Okay. Cost-wise, I want to try to figure out what are we, end. like low, they're medium, high? No, they're higher end. They're high? They're, they're, competing, they're competing with, with fiberglass windows at that point. Price-wise, you're looking at the same thing. I think quality-wise, you're better off with the aluminum. So fiberglass windows are top? No, fiberglass windows at the bottom. I wouldn't use a fiberglass on my builds. No, like, cost, cost wise. Cost wise, cost wise, it's fiberglass and aluminum pretty much competing. Really? Yeah. And where's vinyl come in? Vinyl comes in, vinyl's pretty much what everybody gets. It's mid level, it's what everybody gets. There's is, no low level is in that. Is that considered, anymore. like, I don't want to say cheap because a lot of people are using it. Is it cheap? 
Is that why? Is it cheap? It's cheaper to make. It's cheaper, cheaper to, to manufacture. Make. If you're using good machinery, good equipment, the windows actually it a won't solid matter. Window. It won't matter. Okay, that's good to know. Don't forget, everything gets comes together to build the windows. It's the glass, it's the frames, it's everything. Because everything, especially if you're using a dry glaze, it's one thing. But if you're using a white glaze where it sticks to the window frame and makes that window that much more solid as well, there's a lot of little features that you have to. This look is shit I didn't know, man. Well, I, it's funny because you know, it's just weird that we're having this conversation. This now. is the fun part about having been in this business for 26 years because I got to see it right from the bottom up. Yeah, you get to I see got, the problem. When I started, it was they were still making wood windows. Vinyl windows were basically not being touched yet. We were just nobody starting, was talking. Really, nobody wanted wood. them. Everybody was doing wood because people didn't saying? know what to trust yet. When we started at Newmar, it was still all wood. Everything was wood windows. Wow, wood windows all across. And, and what was the wood made of? You know what the pine. material? Pine finger joint. Finger joint pine. Finger joint pine. Finger joint pine is not the greatest. Though. And treated. It was, every every piece of wood that we used was always treated. I guess expansion would. S slowly separate it yeah you know but the thing is with wood if you don't maintain it after a few years every two years you got to be maintaining your wood so higher maintenance a lot of higher maintenance i see manny i was supposed to be in the same courtroom as manny today but i ended up manny took hogged the whole room <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, so i went to another but i came back after my case and there was a gentleman there really really uh smart guy we started talking about windows and waterproofing and so on so i just started picking his brain he told me the biggest problem with windows is the drip edge on the very top like he told me that was his experience on the very top on the very top of any window or door the drip edge usually folds around the outside and the water usually creates the problems that are dripping right off the top and away and usually says that i'm, I'm just picking your brain because i'm, I'm gonna find confused. out i'm at. just trying to understand what the drip edge is i've never seen a drip edge on the top you're talking about the aluminum work of that's right so that's an exposed so that's that's part of the uh exterior cladding yeah, yeah that's, exterior that's part of the exterior cladding. That has nothing to do with the window fabrication what's the most important part about keeping a window waterproof or watertight that comes back to actually building envelope because if it's not done properly beforehand once you put your windows in i i would say it? i'm no expert but I would say that it has a thousand percent to do with install. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Installation at the end of the day is the biggest thing. But if you're installing into a house that's leaking from the roof and it comes in behind the window, that window's not going to keep that water out. It's up. not going to stop. It's it. already inside. Yeah. That's what we so find. You're right. It's building envelope. You have to figure out. So we've cut out windows, Manny, that we cut the window out and the, we have water raining in from, from above. No. After we've, yeah, absolutely. So these actually, guys have a hard time understanding how layers are supposed to work as you go yes. down the exterior facade of a house yes. and how it gets connected to a, a penetration like a window or we also have other issues like terminations that belong to hvac systems or plumbing or whatever right there's a procedure there's a the steps that you have to do it and how you have to Overlap, lay everything over yeah. each other people like to blame the easiest thing the easiest thing is my window's leaking no the window's not leaking if the window's cocked all the way around properly if it's installed properly if it's foam properly and foam doesn't keep all water foam will never no, no, hold foam is not waterproof but some people think it is so they, the more the better there's buoyancy to it but there's it's not water it's not gives waterproof. a little bit of thermal break between the two but connections water will always find the path of least resistance and find its way into yeah. your home because your home is a vacuum and at that point there's nothing you can do about it but that all comes back to how you've built the house and then the windows installation it's very important to make sure the windows last so they have to be installed properly they have to be foamed properly they have to be shimmed properly all that comes into play okay so can we talk about a little bit of that what's the proper space to have between your jack stud your king stud uh your sill and your window is half it a quarter inch, inch half inch all the way around half an inch ideally half so inch i've heard quarter around. inch for caulking and now, oh, you're so, talking, no, no, you're hang on, you're inside. talking about two different things About here. the actual install of you're the You're talking wind. about the frame inside. You're That's talking right. about the... You're talking okay. framing, I want a half inch all the way around. Half an inch. All okay. the way around. Because that gives me room to shim, plumb, do whatever I have to do. On the outside, I'd prefer just a quarter inch. And that's for caulking, obviously, because it Ideally, needs to anchor itself. Because in. you want a nice, clean, thin bead of caulk. But not too thin, right? <laughs> because thin just peels away, right? Well, he no, likes it, it thin, I like it thick. <laughs> you know what? C-A-U-L-K. <laughs> <laughs> 
cocking should it depends who you ask you ask a professional like vanguard remus at vanguard oh those guys are wicked man yeah. we got to get them on the show have you ever worked with them that guy's no incredible. no these guys are are like the they're the artists of freaking cocking seriously they I've know how good. to cock i've seen good and he's beyond anything yeah I've he's seen. amazing i've, I've yeah. the show's going C-A-U-L-K. somewhere else c-a-u-l-k <laughs> <laughs> right? sorry my no but i totally agree with you so we're on the same page like quarter inch on the outside a nice clean beat of cock yeah. and it finishes it off you don't want to have a tooth thing maybe like a half no. inch well, three quarter too thick beat. and it's not going to stick and too thin there's nothing there right yeah because we've seen those builder grade homes all of a sudden it's like a really thin line after a year or two it's like cracked it's, cracked it's completely open, it's opened up right okay so i'm doing a rough opening for your windows we're going to leave a half an inch all the way around uh no screws on the bottom what's the you screw all the way around even on the bottom depends on the size of the window if the window's only like 20 inches wide there's no need to do it on the bottom but if you have a window that's like 48 inches you're going to have flex in the middle of that window. you got to put screws on the bottom to keep it from flexing. Okay, because I heard that it sometimes a war, uh, it voids a warranty. I've never heard that. Really? Ever. Okay, I've heard that a couple of times. Because what I... happens when the window starts to flex? I mean, there's nothing holding it in place afterwards besides what? The foam. You have to have some There's got to be structure. a little bit of give and take. I guess if that's you're in the design of the window, right? Yeah, but if you're installing, let's say you're installing a 12-foot long window. No, Why? what you're talking about is you can't put a you can't put a screw through the vinyl part of the frame. No, or on the outside on where the, the outside. drip edge no, is, right? Do, but on the inside where the wood extension is, of course you're gonna do. You have to yeah, put from screws. the inside. Yeah, right. You don't put screws on. You don't go past a certain point on a window because if you're on the outer edge of the window anywhere, you're gonna have a leak if it ever if, if rain comes in from behind the brick, you're gonna have a leak through those. Because holes. the windows are designed Perfect. a certain way that the mother nature is supposed to get in there, but then mother nature is supposed to get out. Exactly. Right. Yeah. From the exterior. From the exterior, but if water's coming in from behind, there's not a damn thing. You could do is there a particular caulking you like to see on your windows we use tremco more often than not but i really? mean there's a lot of good brands out there we All use right. a trem so we use it depends on the customer depends on their price uh, their price well let's get well. i want to get back i want to get back to okay who are you dealing with mostly the the builders or the homeowners we deal with custom builders and homeowners what are the homeowners asking for and what are the builders asking for so with builders we actually try we're trying to, i'm trying to do something different right now i'm trying to do it so i control their entire process with windows and doors I'll okay. go in, I'll take all the measurements. If it's a full renovation, if it's a new build, I'll try to get control of the whole project from the window point of view. Yeah. So I can order the sizes I need, I can order everything I need, I give it to them, I say, okay, you can either order from me or you can order from anybody else you want, but these are the sizes I need. So then when I come back, I have everything sitting there the way I've measured it, and I can install it perfectly and properly and get out of there in two That's days. That's for the warranty, right? It's for the warranty, but it's also saving me money because I'm not doing five different visits because there's been mistakes with sizes, right. mistakes with extent. Like, there's a anyone. lot of things that can go right. wrong, right? So for me, it makes more sense to waste some time up front than to pay my guys to go on site more often at the end and not actually... We don't accomplish anything because we end up losing money at that point. Yeah. And that's not why we're in business, but that's, right? That's with custom builders that I'll try to do that with. When it comes to homeowners, they want price, 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 price. It's all price. It's all so price. I'll say seventy-five percent. Are you saying cheap, price. cheap, cheap? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. And I'm not cheap. I don't. I've never been the type of business to do cheap, cheap, cheap. Home, middle of the- homeowners don't realize that you should spend a pretty penny on these windows. Well, I think it's the second most important, third most important part of the house. The second, right? They don't understand that though. Like for example, your garage door is the biggest moving part of your house. Your front door Huge. is going to be a part that you go through every single day, every and you will always take it for granted because it works. As soon as it doesn't stop working, oh my door's rubbing, my door's doing this, my door's squeaking. There's always something that comes up. Windows. Nobody even opens their windows anymore, so people don't really care. So everyone's just going from season to season, and they're just climatizing their house and there's no reason to open up windows so they don't fail. Often enough, I love opening my windows but a lot of people just leave them closed. So you're seeing a lot of people not opening windows anymore. Yeah. So. Uh, what do you use for uh, waterproofing around the outside? So that's where I get into my customers for budget. I said if we're going to do this price we want to do we want to do the proper weather shielding. 
So we want to wrap the window frames as we take yeah. them apart. But a lot of people don't even want to pay for that. So, so you guys will take the responsibility of actually like either wrapping. putting some sort of membrane on we it. We put a membrane on if we can. Okay. Yeah. And if the customer wants to include it in the price, because again, it's not a cheap part. So I always break it down for them and say, this is what the membrane is going to cost. But it's not really that terribly expensive to, I mean, in the scope of things, if you're, uh, I'm saying on average, a home is what, 20 units, maybe 30 units. Average. You're going to be spending the same amount as buying a brand new Sprinter, basically. Cost-wise. Give or take, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be able to get three Chevys. Four, four by um, So <laughs> two will break down, so you need that third. <laughs> And it's a van cargo. <laughs> but, so that's, that's what I mean. In the scheme of things like that, that's not a lot of money just to put You'd the memory. You'd be surprised if people, pick it, people will pick it at a, at a budget for anything. Okay, so what is cheap, cheap, cheap then? And what does it get you an when you're cheap, cheap, cheap? An average house should be between 15 and 20 grand. Average house. The bigger, higher end house is different. But an average house is going to be So for like 20, 20 units. Grand. 20 units. Average size units. I always, tell people, I always tell people, when I go to a job, I said, listen, if you want a realistic budget on your house, average $1,000 per opening. Because there are going to be some that are 200 there are going to be some that are 2000 But you get an average price of $1,000 per opening, and it's going to give you a rough idea of what you're going to cost to replace windows on your home, okay. not including doors. But that's a good quality window. That's a good quality and window. And then yeah. if you start getting into hybrids, you're what, twice the price? Not twice the price, but another 30 to 40% up. So that's not crazy. It's so not crazy. You're like 20 grand to possibly 30 grand. Yeah. Yeah, we actually just did a hybrid order for one of your followers, and he loves the window. It's a, Who's that? It's, uh, Matt from MRC. Oh, okay, I know. Hmm. Yeah, we I just did hybrid windows him. for him at a rebuild him? Uh, building. <laughs> I don't know. I don't hang out with you every day, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just at the courthouse. Now, now let me ask you: when when you're saying that price, what do you give them? Is it a special pane of glass? Is it the argon gas? Is no, it everything? Like a, everything comes with. We we don't bargain that kind of stuff. You get argon gas fill, and you get a low E coating on the glass. There are different low E coatings. There are different gases that keeps the in. heat from coming in. The low E. Actually helps to heat your home in the winter and cool your home in the summer because of the angle of the sun, the way it reflects. Low E, low E, yeah. Okay, so the you want you pretty much glass. want that in your window standard. Any gas you put in is going to go is going to be gone in ten years. And why is that? It just dissipates. Really? Gas dissipates, yeah. Gas will dissipate no matter what. So after ten years, that gas is gone. You so can't don't stimulate forget. it by rubbing the glass, or <laughs> no, it's not a genie, that. man. It's not a genie. Come or Carlito on the weekend. It's not either. Uh, let me let me ask you: Is triple pain worth it? For sound abatement, absolutely. Not for not for, for sound. For sound, yeah. The triple pane is essentially for sound. It doesn't really do much for weather. I'm learning a lot. No, here, this is eh? great. I know. Really interested about this. I'm a Henry Rap kind of guy. I like VP one, you know, Fucking I like one VP one hundred, VP one sixty. I don't, I don't get any money for this. By the way, this is what I like. <laughs> These are the wraps on the frames. Yeah. Okay. So I like to do the VP breathable around yeah. there because the spray foam sticks to it. Absolutely. It's. Starting to what smell you, like you get money. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't. But what do you like? What product do you like to see around a window? It's the, it's the blue tape. I don't even remember what the hell the name of it is now. Blue skin? The blue skin. That's it. The blue well, that's skin. Henry. But yeah, it's Henry Wrap. Is it Henry Yeah, it's the same yeah. stuff. Yeah, so I we're on the know. same page then. So, yeah. I see. I don't know the brand. I, just, so I, usually, I usually push for VP blue, 160. That's what I yeah. usually like because it's, the, it's yeah, more commercial. Yeah, but now commercial. you're going with wrap. It's not something that I even, I don't know the type of All right, all right, all right, boys. It's not blue skin. It's not blue skin. I was excited. But it's the blue skin. It's the blue skin product that I use whenever we do something. It's the blue Skin yeah, and uh, so we could talk about it. It's not the under uh, underground blue skin where for it's got a it's got a super shiny surface. Yeah, spray foam won't Absolutely. stick to it. It's peeling off and chipping. No, no, no. Where I'm gonna yeah. leave while you guys continue to talk about blue skin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting blue. Can we that. get? Can we? Hey, get he's wearing a blue shirt, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast. People can't see me. I know, but I'm telling them. <laughs> I was wondering if it was going to be the first. You or me, I was going to bring up something visual on a podcast. Wait a second. You got your phone off, man? You know what Because I, <laughs> I don't want a three for... Uh, oh, it wasn't four even off, three. man. Oh, I just saved them. Never I'm surprised you didn't text them just to check. <laughs> I, I left my phone in the car again. Because you don't want to get busted. You know why? That was good. I should have texted no. them. No. <laughs> 
let's get back to seriousness here. Okay, okay, I, okay, I want to figure out why are the homeowners so stupid? Why are like just because they don't open up the windows? <laughs> because they rather <laughs> spend the it on their next vacation. <laughs> when it comes to like they're making the decision on windows, which is a really big ticket item on your home. Why are they, they listening to you? Cheap. It's easier to sell doors than it is to sell windows. The doors they pay money for. Because They'll the spend five are, grand the on a solid wood door. You, you see your door when you walk up, so it has to look nice oh, for your neighbors God. and for your friends that come over. But you look out these windows when you're inside the room. It's glass. It's glass and it's painted white normally on the inside, so it's just part of the wall. I'm having a hard time understanding that. I So do I. I wish people would actually pay attention because honestly, this is what seals your home up because you can do all the R value insulation you want on your walls. If your windows suck, yeah, you're suck. totally right. Yeah. Well, that's what I was leading to at the beginning. I, I always feel that, you know, the outside envelope and then the windows and doors are the most important part. Yeah, No absolutely. matter what. In, insulation, installation, sorry, has a lot to do with the window sealing properly because every window is made a certain way. But you got to also look at how the window is built, and, and a lot of people will see that and they won't know the difference unless you point it out to them. So a lot of times you have to bring the samples. You got to like I like taking people right to the factory sometimes, saying this is the window you're getting, this is how it's made, and they start seeing things differently. But a have lot of you, people don't. Want I that. haven't been brought to the factory. Have you been there? I haven't been to his factory. I love factory. I was, I was it's not my factory. factory. Oh. It's someone else. I have I have people that make it for me. I don't have my own. Oh, factory. okay, all right. But yeah. we, we but like factory I can, tours. I can always I can always bring you guys along it's not a problem but you know what at the end of the day it's nice to see how these things are actually made because you get right. your appreciation you get a yeah. better understanding yeah. so when you guys install it yeah. how many guys on your crew right now it's three of us three including yourself including myself three it's, it's that, that number again remember we were talking to Omita flow and they're like we're looking for a team of three it's always a three I need two well, in the triad it worked excellent <laughs> we had a team of three uh, on another episode we'll talk about that <laughs> I'd like to have two more guys I'd like to have another crew on the road because then we could take on some bigger projects as well but you know we do a lot for the three of us we, oh yeah you guys busy yeah we do a lot of work guys don't like me so much sometimes is it garage season right now like, it's everything is there, season. What, what are the seasons for windows exactly and garage, garage doors season no, because usually summer, everyone trying to change their garage doors, and then during the winter, they don't really focus on it. I think that goes more with how much money you're spending in the winter on other things, like Christmas okay. and bills and everything wow. else. It's nice that you brought up garages. Let's talk about garages. Yes. Garages. 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 Garage. Garage. I have been noticing that homeowners will spend a pretty penny on a garage door. It's at the front of your house. Everybody walks by it and sees so it. So since it's the bigger item and it's right in front of your house, please no more colonial. Uh, <laughs> uh, six panel, eh? Six panel I hate colonial. it, man. <laughs> um, so what are they going for? More sleeker, cleaner, modern? Everybody's different. Everybody? Everybody's different. Are they people still doing wood garage doors? Some, but it's it's wood garage doors are expensive. They're more custom and, and then they get stained. I've done maybe three or four of them in the last year. But it's not that many, actually. Most people are going for maintenance, slow maintenance stores. So they get the ones that already have the wood. Slow slope. maintenance? Low. Low maintenance. Low maintenance. Low maintenance. So I know we're having a little bit of an audio problem, but yeah. we'll solve it. It's fine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. Don't worry. I'll so figure it out on the next one. the biggest issue we have is that people want low maintenance. And low maintenance means they want to do nothing to the door. Yeah, but that's impossible. Well, but Every that's home the thing. needs maintenance. You have to. Your car needs maintenance. Your, your garage door. I need maintenance. Think about <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wrong show. Wrong show. <laughs> Can't the, take uh, me anywhere. Garage doors do need maintenance, and a lot of people don't want to pay the maintenance. And uh, what's so one maintenance? Yeah. So basic, I, 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 I basic maintenance for lubricate is just lubricate your door, lubricate your spring. Your spring should last you 20 to 25 years. Easy, so I can't really. help it. Yeah, I say lubrication, you smile. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like lubrication? Caulking, lubrication, <laughs> spring. Oh, you must get oh, this glasses. Hey, wait a second. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're saying the springs constantly have to be lubed? Twice a year at least. <laughs> 
look at Manny. Twice a year, at least. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Joe. Twice, no, honestly, like twice a year, you should at be least twice a year. Some, a light lubricant, like WD-40, something that doesn't leave a heavy film on it, because when you leave a heavy film, it attracts dirt, which causes issues with the with the spring. Just a light lube, even I'm, oil. I'm pretty something. sure most people don't do it. Not at all. No, I've never. Even so heard what's going to happen? Your springs gonna are going to corrode after five years. Your springs break generally, and your wheels, and, and that's when you get that that funky sound, that weird that sound in your house. Sound is from your that you have no idea what the fuck happened, and you're looking through the whole house for what the hell happened. Oh, Big snap, yeah, that's, yeah, that that's, snap sound, right? Wow. And then finally, you get to the garage, and you want to leave because you haven't found it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you hit the garage door opener, and it doesn't go because it's locked. Your door goes up sideways, and then it I breaks. Know. And all of a sudden, it breaks, and then you call you, and you get in the door. And they no, want it yesterday when you do that. So, <laughs> how is it worth it to get an insulated garage door? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, especially with homes nowadays where you have rooms above the garage, you have rooms adjacent to the garage. You want to have an insulated garage door because it's just going to bring up the R value of your of your garage, which helps your home. Quieter right. too, right? Much quieter, yeah. Durability as well, because a non-insulated door is going to last you ten years. An insulated door is going to last you 20, 25 years. That long, really? Oh yeah, if it's maintained easily, twenty twenty five. Twice years. a year lube, and then just take everything. Wheels what do you do with the rubber. <laughs> The gasket. The, gasket. the gasket. The gasket. The rubber gasket. Stripping, the weather stripping doesn't need any maintenance unless you're rubbing up against it, Carlito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll notice mine's a little bit worn. <laughs> just, just notice Manny's not going off on this tangent. All right? He's trying to be professional. Um, okay, the garage door. The other thing I'm fascinated is I saw some of the new models for the garage door openers. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Liftmaster. Love those things. Those, those are Liftmaster. sick, man. Battery backup. Battery backup. How they have the app locks enabled app enabled yeah the mic you enabled apps yeah, yeah it's awesome you could be halfway across camera, the world camera so you can see everything everything you can you i could tell carlito go you open up the door and i'll open actually up that's what's been happening the last couple of times of coming to people's houses they're not home and they're like you're at my house okay i'll open the door yeah. and they open the garage yeah. and then i go in and but that goes with anything. my front door i can open my my front door for my phone i can open my garage door for my phone like everything is becoming web enabled right so at the end of the day if you want to spend the money you can open your door and you do all that oh absolutely okay and fiberglass again for garage doors no 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 fiberglass no? is extremely expensive right now for garage doors like a garage it's almost double the price for a garage really door. The price so you, go, you go metal yeah we go metal we will galvanize steel what about the hockey kit? galvan wait galvanized steel not aluminum no aluminum is for glass is for the glass once okay. i have all the glass that's an aluminum door with glass on all right. It, right but aluminum for actual those big panels that would cost you an arm and a leg on that kind of aluminum and then don't forget aluminum is extremely soft yeah i don't, I don't think it'd be worth it man. hockey yeah. players in the front well Bing. that's why i'm saying the fiberglass <laughs> but you're saying the metal doors the metal doors Metal but doors. But galvanize. You know they'll, what? They'll yeah, you can damage it if you're throwing a puck at it. But a regular ball, tennis ball, like yellow, it won't do anything. Not so much. And then if you have a foam injected door, it's actually even more resilient to those kind of things because foam injected. Foam injected is the way to go. If you're gonna get a, an insulated garage door, you want foam injected. And no concerns about darker colors with these products, and then the foam That's reacting good. to yeah. the darker color. We haven't had sun. any issues with them. Nothing at all. No, the only time we have issues with that kind of stuff is on the capping because it's aluminum and it does expand and contract at a different rate. But yeah. on the actual doors, we have we haven't had many issues at all with that stuff. Actually, I don't think we've had any They made them period. better. I know way back in the beginning when I, I did a job where I actually, um, they didn't have black yet. Go figure. Now black is so common, right? Yeah, it's everywhere, yeah. I actually had black. it painted. I had it painted black. And they said, well, if you paint it black, we're going to avoid the warranty. And the door never so failed. So one of our customers, one of our suppliers, sorry, actually started offering black and they would powder coat the door. Mm. That's perfect. Yeah, they were powder coated. That thing would take any kind of abuse. But now everybody has it. Everybody offers it. It's out there. The thing is black fades. If it's powder coated, it'll last forever. But if it's not a powder coated door, and nobody wants to pay for powder coating, so that's expensive. Can you powder coat after you've already had no. an install? No, it's you got to dip it. Factory. No, uh, install. Not dip it. No, you, you got to take it all apart. 
Yeah, and then it gets you got to charge. You got to put a charge. Yeah, on the that's door what I mean. Yeah, particles out to attract. So how about the windows? In like uh, nine out of ten times, you always see windows in a garage door. Yes. You got an insulated door. Do you actually do from factory? We'll have the glass put in, and we'll do if it's a higher R value door. You want to have a thermal window on there as so well. So it's automatic. It's not something you ask. You just put it in if they ask if, for windows. Yeah, I mean, if it's a higher end R value, automatic. Like a lot of companies will do that upsell for us. We just include it in the price already because it doesn't make any sense. I don't like having a million different upsells. This is the price. Take it or leave it. We we try to make things simple for the customers because sometimes the more you offer, the more confusing it becomes to them. So we can just put on a whole point, like 20 different points. So do you want this, this, that just becomes. So it sounds like you don't do skylights then. Hell no. You leave that, you leave that, <laughs> you for, like the, you leave that for the roofers, right? Yeah, the roofers, they're up there, man. Oh, by the way, we're at Skylux again. Oh, oh there's a nice plug. <laughs> yeah, well, we're at Skylux again. Don't forget. We'll I be love... doing another uh, roofing one. I want to do another one. By the so. way, I don't know if anyone knows he's got some uh, crazy-ass tattoos. Anyways. I thought you mentioned it last time there, but... <laughs> I'll keep okay. mentioning it. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask Joe something. I was going to ask... Uh, okay, what are the popular windows? Like, are we still loving double hung? Are we still loving casing? No. Double hung windows, sliding windows, those are not energy star rated. You want to go casement. That's They're why. not. No, nope. they've no, never why, been. Well, why is that? The last little batch of government approved, whatever they were doing, those credits they were offering yeah. people. There were companies that lobbied to get windows windows included, but they're actually not that efficient. They're not efficient. They're not efficient. The most efficient windows are going to be your casements and your awnings. Is it because of the seal? Yeah. The seals, absolutely. You usually because have, what, a triple? On, most windows are a triple seal, and it's usually a rubber seal, so it has a nice tight seal. But yeah. you're squeezing against the rubber, which squeezes it. With the other ones, the sliding windows, it's just basically a little felt piece that they slide on, and that wears out. How about tilt and turn? Tilt and turn works along the same lines. You still have to have the, the same little felt strip that wears out. So and for our value and, and the best type of seal, best insula casement insulation window. is window, what? Absolutely. Casement windows. Casement, casement windows. Okay. That's what I've always heard. Casement. Casement or awning. Tilt and turns. I, I haven't seen any in, in Canada that I've liked yet. All right. So one of my biggest problems I always hear when people talk about windows is that windows are too large and they're having, they get sagging. They're not installed properly. So what? Is the largest window that you would install? Is that something you want well, to talk about? I, I know that uh, you get into these modern homes. Everybody's doing it right now, though. And everybody fucking wants a window right to the floor, right we, to the ceiling. We installed a window last week and a patio door last week. The patio door was 12 feet wide by 9 feet high. So wow. floor to ceiling. Holy cow, that's sexy. The, the window right behind the That's one panel? <laughs> that's three panel door. So operating on either side. Wow. That was a patio door. And then we had a four panel window right beside it. That was all the way up to the ceiling, nine feet high, and it was seven feet wide. What the fuck? That's on the main floor. And then upstairs, we had some room because obviously you need about three, four feet off the floor. But some people like it to the floor as well. Those are heavy units. Th those are massive. How do they units. move? They move gently? They move? You need to lift. Not to lift, but you need to move. They, they move really smoothly. It's a really smooth window or okay. smooth patio door. Somewhere. Hardware must be in It's really duty, nice. Man. No, it's really nice. Uh, but these are clients that actually want to spend that kind of coin on absolutely. these property Absolutely. like the, the, the idea is that this is i'm assuming backyard overlooking the beautiful backyard the ravine or whatever mm -hmm. they'll spend the money on that but on that, not on the front of the house windows well this particular build was everything so the front of the house is actually the, an older part of the home it's a century home and then the back of the house was a new addition that they're putting in so they're opening up the back you know because they have the kitchen and the family entertainment area in the back so they want to have that clear view in the back of the but house but isn't there the argument about how the older homes and the style of the older homes don't really lend to casement style windows so it lends to more double hung, so the sliders kind of thing? Yeah, in some cases, but if you're looking for efficiency, you really... You get rid of that argument. Yeah. And you just go casement. Yeah, if you want efficiency and you want to save money, then that's the best way to go. So we're going large windows, we're spending a lot of money. What does make a large window install 
Like, what is the right way to do it? Brick to brick, every freaking time. I don't want to hear about retrofits. I want to rip everything out that's currently existing. Rip it right down to, to the brick. brick. It's yeah. always been brick to brick. Right down to the brick and reinstall right to the brick again because I'm going right back down to the bones of the house and I'm uh, insulating to the I bones of the house. I remember back in the, uh, I'm going to say early 2000s, maybe late 90s. There was that trend where a lot of window guys were doing the retros where they were just they slicing are. the old window because they're wood yeah. and leaving the frame of the window and then putting the new window in. But yeah. that was just laziness, man. Just remove the whole fucking thing. Well, because just... pe- but that also saved people money, but it also saved the installer money because they weren't doing any work. They weren't removing it. They weren't disposing of it. They were just putting it. They, and were, they were, just... were capping it with aluminum and just cock it done. And, and what happens to that wood behind it? That's the problem I it had, right? Down. And then plus also you lose so much glass Absolutely. as a result of it. So you all of a sudden your basement windows became even smaller submarine windows. But you also lost efficiency on those windows because now you have all that air still getting in around That's the old That's the window. problem. So now you, exactly, you can't foam it properly. You can't install it properly. Exactly. So that goes right back to exactly. it's about the installation. Yeah. Okay, so uh, here's another question I, I get when we talk about windows. A lot of my friends are now at the age where they're renovating their first house or second home and a lot of them have gone stucco so what are the pros and cons and what do you need to know when doing windows around stucco and do what your should windows the- first do your windows first do your windows first is there a certain depth that you're supposed to set them at have a conversation with the stucco guys it depends and just try to yeah. figure out the style what do you want to go well, with? i've had a couple conversations with some stucco yeah, guys. are you doing, are you <laughs> doing a pre-cast, well. are you doing precast <laughs> stucco around the window like there's variations like i mean it depends on the on the house itself because normally you see about two inches of, of actually depth to the window when you have stucco around it. but it depends on what you're doing if you're doing a precast stucco or even just precast in general with uh, concrete then you're going to see something different but if you're just doing straight stucco foam right to the edge and you're going to see like an inch inch and a half it, it really varies as long as you have room for your caulking it doesn't really make a huge difference right yeah I'll on be- average windows are going to be eight inches of depth on a newer home eight well, inches eight inches of full okay. depth from the, end of the, the bricks to the end of the jam is going to be eight inches on these older homes you sometimes don't have that option you got to go with something either very deep or very shallow how about siding i always hear that there's always a problems around always. siding yeah so what what have, have you experienced and what could you prevent from someone listening to this to not do because it siding. seems like the big question always do siding don't use siding. Okay, my biggest issue is that you're, you're screwing. A lot of these guys that are doing the siding, they're not actually putting it into the, the envelope of the house. They're actually putting it into the side of the window. So now no. they're attaching they're, a lot of them. And we find that a lot. So they actually screw right into the side of the window. So don't screw Which anything into damages the window. the window. Damages the window. And then if you ever have to repair it or replace it, you're basically ripping off a customer's siding wow. to do it. Yeah. So the only thing in contact with the window should be the caulking. The caulking. 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 Yeah. Again, a quarter inch. You need, yeah. Well, first of all, you yeah. need that siding to breathe. It right. has to be able it has to, to move to breathe, a little yeah. bit. And right. a lot of times people aren't even putting those strips down. They're just putting it right on top of, uh, top of the Tyvek, whatever they have there. And there's no breathing whatsoever behind that wall. And it's just going to it's gonna cause issues for your windows because there's going to be moisture buildup. The weakest point is going to be right by your window if it's not done properly. And yeah. you're going to have moisture buildup. I, I've also noticed with you, Joe, that when you get into a window job and all of a sudden you're the guy that finds all the faults before. Always. And then you actually step up and take the time and effort to, if you need to, if you see a, a two by four or two by six that's rot or something, that, you'll remove it out and you'll put a new piece in yeah. and then blue skin it from there. And yeah, nobody snap. talks about that. When I see guys installing, there's so much rotted We have to take wood. it out. I, I, I don't do it without taking it out. I have to. And I'll show the customer, this is the issue. We have to do it, right? And that's a cost that we can't build into a build because you just don't know. Yeah. So when we rip apart a house, if we see it's all rot, we can't put a window on How top do you of handle that? that? You, do you address it to the homeowner and go... Always. Yeah, and you have a conversation, and then you probably just go, listen, it's going to take me X amount, and I got to add this and that. I got to take a trip to Home Depot or something yeah. and uh, and grab that. And they're totally fine about it when you show them. Not really. Yeah, because depending on the job, 
on the jobs themselves, I'll actually show the customer and I'll tell them this is what's going to cost. And I'll usually just tell them it's going to be materials and whatever my time is, an hour or two, whatever. I'll try to keep it as cheap as possible. Fair, reasonable. Yeah, fair and reasonable is the right word. I don't Spend want... their money wisely. Well, you have to, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, these people are not spending 20 grand on you to do these windows. And now you're going to add what? Big hit, man. Yeah. You're going to be greedy and say, here's another $300 bill for that because I had to put two pieces of wood in. No, we'll do it at cost for the most part, plus my time. So they'll see the receipts for the material I've put in and, and the time is an hour or two because I have to run to Home Depot or yeah. wherever I'm going to go and come back. So generally we try to be good with our customers because at the end of the day, they're going to refer us to somebody else. So we got to take care of them. What's the worst thing about the window industry? Too many people cutting corners making cheap windows and too many people undercutting. Just flat out, too many people making cheap windows. Final? Vinyl, yeah. Because it's the easiest thing to make because you can just go up to the Royal Group or wherever they're called nowadays and you can buy the extrusion straight from them, come home, cut them, weld them, put them together and get the cheapest machinery to do it. Order glass from anywhere you want and you're good to go. Okay, well, here's a question for you. What's a warranty and... Um, ah. <laughs> a warranty is something that you... Yeah, I know that. <laughs> no, but like, good as the what, what, do you, what do you usually... Is there a difference in warranties? So our installation, we warranty for two years. That's How long, sorry? Two years for our installation warranty. For the installation. For the installation. But the units themselves are the a lot longer themselves, A lot of companies will throw out its lifetime warranty. Uh, you got to read the fine print. Because lifetime warranty on any window is... Oh, gonna... we got Mark here. Sorry, uh, yeah, I got to interrupt you, here. <laughs> He's like a ninja. <laughs> It's quiet here in the shop today. <laughs> Normally, we used to all the trucks backing up, but everybody left. All right. Sorry, sorry, Joe. So, uh, warranty. Warranty. A lot of times, manufacturers will say the lifetime warranty never go into details. Glass generally has a 10-year warranty. Some companies are actually offering less now because, that, like I said, the gas dissipates in 10 years. So, over the time. How do you period, know when the gas dissipates? You don't. You don't. You so, don't. what is the life of a window if then? If a window is installed properly, if it has the low E coating... The window will still continue operating the same way. It won't be at the high, the R value will not be as high at that point, but it'll still operate the same. It'll still work the same way. It'll be almost as good, but not the same. So, how can these manufacturers of these window companies, how can they. Well, hold on. The warranty that they offer? Yeah. A lifetime warranty is only on the vinyl frame, not on the glass. Wow. Really? Yes. But so, the thing is, you would never just remove the glass. Would you do, I guess, if it's a you breakage could, or something you like could. that? You could remove the glass and replace the glass as well. Okay, but I'm just trying to think of, okay, like hardwood flooring, you know how they say you can resand it every 20 years or whatever, and then roof Not depends. Anymore. I know. Depend, and then roofing, you do it every, what, 20, 30 years, whatever. Windows? Five years. <laughs> Windows well, be, if you get jokers, sure. Yeah. Windows should be every 20, 25 years. 20, 25 years. Yeah. So you're saying... Front door? Front door depends. Front doors will last you about 15 to 20 years. Don't forget, you're stepping all over this door. You're pushing it, you're kicking yeah, it. Yeah, you're doing all that kind the of crap. The weather stripping gets cut, but you can replace a lot of those parts. Those parts are replaceable, right? But for the overall aesthetic of the door and the way it looks, you're probably going to be replacing it sooner than that. And they're not cheap. Doors are not a cheap ticket. No, because I've seen doors just get ludicrous with price, man. Ooh. You're right. They, they harp on the... It's like kitchens, man. They fucking harp on the homeowners going, it's our, it's our front door. It's our first impression. It's when everybody's yeah. going to come over. We need yeah. to, what about the garage door? It's the same fucking thing. It's just bigger. So we'll spend a pretty penny on both of those. Garage doors, front doors will actually be more expensive than garage doors. Okay. No way. Yes, sir. But yet, I'm assuming, I don't know the facts, a garage door will open more than a front door. Most people get home and they go park the car and go through the garage door and motorcycle. Most people will motorcycle actually, most scooter, <laughs> <laughs> skateboard. If you're in trouble with the law, rollerblade. Most people will actually use their garage door more than use their front door because they'll. If That's it's, what if I'm it's assuming. In your home, in through the garage and into the house. They'll the leave the front door for the guests. Absolutely. Important occasions. Exactly. Put the vinyl. Put the plastic back on the couches and uh, and let's use the front door, right? That's so right. everyone comes back into the house. That's right. <laughs> 
Okay, so here's a serious question. <laughs> that one missed Cardito. Yeah, you know what? I was thinking about questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a contractor. When's the right time to bring in my windows and install them? When's my right time to have my front door put in? You talking about like a new build? Yeah. New or, build. New build. You want to have your, all your framing completely 100% done. You so don't want to have the potential of a two by four going through. Do you like installing new doors in the middle of a renovation? I will never, I'll, I will always try to avoid, I will never, I will always try to avoid installing a front door or a garage door until closer to the end of the build. Okay. Because <sighs> it gets beaten up. Well, Absolutely. it's just a tip, right? Front doors, people will be walking through them, they'll be beating them up. The just sill is like gonna you get said destroyed. with homeowners coming home with groceries, imagine tradespeople oh, yeah. coming pushing in with, with tools. A two by four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so most front doors, I, I keep hearing homeowners say, uh, did they put uh, silicone underneath that threshold? Is that necessary? You should put some kind of sealant at the bottom of the door, yeah. So you should. So you anything should. along the threshold, And always. again, it depends on the threshold you're doing it on, but you should have some kind of a sealant on the bottom of that door to make sure it seals Just properly. to prevent it from getting in. And don't if forget, it does you have the get gaps past on the, the first side, caulking. so it's just more for the edge, yeah. for the bottom of the door, for that, that particular seal has to be done properly. Okay. So yeah, typically what we'll So the people there. aren't just talking, it's, it's important to do it this. It is important, yeah. So the number one issue with installers, since we, we talked about how the number one issue with window manufacturers is that it's just cheap, 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 and they're doing them quick, but installers... They're cutting corners where? They're cutting corners with materials they use to install. Like a lot so of these like guys the phone, are buying the a shims. big bundle of shims. Yeah. Those the ones that are actually shingles. Yeah, the crap. And yeah, that's not made for that. People are just not even using shims. They're cutting two by fours. They're cutting. They're no. cutting I, oh yeah. I they're cutting cut wedges out of two by fours. Yeah. They're cutting pieces it's of not plywood. meat slicer. No, but I can wedge them perfect. I can make them thick, thin, whatever I want. Just get the yeah, proper it's not, shims. It's not, it's not meant to work that but way. But again, I don't install windows and doors. So I'm not on you noted that one. We're just talking about making shims. We're doing shims that go from a quarter inch to nothing at the end because we have to be able to wedge them in properly because if you're installing a door with that kind of two by four shim the door is going to be swinging either open all the time or closed all the time because of the way you've bent that frame to accommodate that so shim. what is the proper shim it's a cedar shim that's not going to rot and okay. it's going to be one that's that's you know a quarter inch to to nothing at the end what about those brown plastic ones that you I see i hate those things. i they fucking can't stand i can't stand you like those and they're too small too no weak. i make my own <laughs> the plastic ones too the plastic i just take my rotos and it just bzz, bzz, bzz. It's gone. The so. plastic ones are really small, and they, you can't get the penetration when you're trying to level a window or door properly. Cedar to shims. Yeah, so I we totally go agree. To cedar shims, but we, we spend money on that. And then the next thing is the foam. A lot of guys are bringing in foam at really cheap rates from overseas, and we're spending really ten to twelve. Yeah, some place. Uh, I think it starts with chai and ends with. Uh, no. So we not. want we want <laughs> low, we want low expansion. And we want thermal break. So we want a good break. a good quality you, spray foam. I'm dumbfounded that, that all these little things are what they're cheaping out on, which are the most cheapest One of the biggest part. investments. No, but it's the cheapest part of the job. But the person who cheaps out on those things is the guy who's also giving the customer the cheapest price. True. There's a reason why he's able to give the cheapest price. Because he's using these cheap fucking bullshit products. So it's just cheap, cheap, cheap all the way around. All cheap way window, around. cheap shims, cheap foam, cheap Cheap everything. silicone, cheap everything. Then odds are adds up to it's going to fail. Absolutely. And then people will call me because that guy's been gone for a while because he made all his money and ran. <laughs> Magnetic sticker on the van. Generally how it is. Yeah. No? It's yeah. true. How many stickers do I have on my van? Well, now, <laughs> l let me tell you, most guys use magnetic stickers for a reason. They sometimes live in neighborhoods they're not allowed to have commercials. Uh, Look at Carlito getting all fucking right. serious. I know about those neighborhoods. You're not allowed to have any commercial vehicles in residential areas. But so I've got then... stickers in the back of my car. <laughs> <laughs> One you can scratch and sniff. Well, honestly, I, I was going to put it on my van. And I decided not to. What was the reason? Privacy? Privacy. People that... Hey, I, there's I, that guy. Drivers. We used, to have, we used to have... My old truck had stickers on it. And people would just call and say, oh, this guy's driving like this. And I'm like, whoa. Well, oh, I get that all the time. Yeah, that, but it's irritating, isn't it? <laughs> I'm the only driver of my van. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was that kind of thing. But at the same time, it's like, we're not 
not a walking billboard. We get we get a lot of our business from referrals because. Do you, do you know how many times so. I think I see Manny and it's someone else now? I'm like, oh, I thought that was Manny. Everybody's <laughs> taking his his idea and running. Yeah, out. it was a great idea. So you know, he can only expect competition. I gotta change it. I gotta change it. I want to ask you because you've been in the business a long time. Where do you think windows are going now? What, what do we like? What do we expect from the windows from ten years from now? There's nothing's really changing, man. I'm no. Sadly, nothing's really Just improving. Like hinges are going to be better, hardware is going to be better. It's been the same. Really? It's been the same for the last 20 years. The same hinges and hardware we're using on the wood windows we're still using on the vinyl So windows. why do I go to IBS and I go to the shows and, and like Marvin and Powell and they got massive showrooms and I'm like, okay, yeah. so what's the future? What's going on here? The future is a different design. That's uh, all it but is. But the windows still opens the same way. They still close the same way. It's just different designs, different looks, different colors. Colors are really a big thing now. Darker right? colors. Black has been huge the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, and then at some point that'll change again. But I think colors is, is the really... Th- the big change that they've had because as far as the actual window operation, it hasn't changed. It can't last. change. It's almost yeah. the same. Yeah, but why wouldn't I guess how do you improve it? You can't really well the people have that ger- that not German, sorry, but the European style windows, which are the tilt and turn. Tilt and turn. That's nice, but the ones that they have there, if we had to sell them here, nobody would buy them because they're too expensive. They're really expensive. But they're really good. Yeah. What are the bells and whistles? Like uh, for example, blinds in your in your glass instead of having to put blinds worth? on, on the outside. I'm not a fan. I don't Why? like them. They, you know what they look like? They look like you're in a, an RV. I know, but your cat's not ripping them down. You don't have to replace Get rid of the them. But <laughs> <laughs> well, then you got mice, right? <laughs> they still get damaged. They still break down. Don't forget, those things are still operated on spring. So, what right? are the bells and whistles that everyone should be paying attention to right now about you want, buying you want, in a if window? If you want longevity in a window, the bells and whistles should be the quality of the glass, the coating on the glass, that low E coating. You can get different types of inert gas that go in between the panels. It's not a huge difference. I mean, they use it as an upgrade, so it's not a huge difference. One of the most important things is the quality of the vinyl. But that you can only see before you have your When you door. say the quality of the vinyl, what do you mean by the The way qual- it's built. The honeycomb shape. Like inside, Got it's it. like a honeycomb. And Got that it. honeycomb is what gives you the strength the of the strength of it. But then when you don't see that honeycomb in some of the vinyl units, then there's no real strength to it. Yeah, because now a lot of people are bringing these things. Like garage doors are coming from that place overseas. Uh, windows are coming from that place Ch- overseas. Do we have nah. a place at <laughs> China? Yeah. So or, we're, we're seeing a lot of competition because I get We're going to get in trouble. No, no, I, I didn't say the word completely. That's why I phased it in between. Like, well, ah, yeah, I have no idea. Nah. What are you talking about? Maybe Turkey? Uh, no, I think we know. We get contact. I get, I get emails from these people all the time wanting to sell the product. And I just refuse because I want things made in Canada. I want whatever possible so you North use American all Canadian product. Or North America. Okay. I don't use anything made anywhere else. And it has to come out of the U.S. or Canada because if something ever happens, who's going to back it up? That's the right. hard part. Plus, also, they're very familiar with the climates here. Absolutely. We get some pretty harsh four seasons Absolutely. going on here in Toronto. T.O. T.O., baby. Uh, so, <laughs> But we get a very similar weather patterns like in the whole eastern seaboard, like Boston, exactly. New York, and everybody else like that. So it's the same thing. So exactly. I'd rather have companies that are familiar with these and climates. And a lot of these companies are actually based on the eastern seaboard. There, so. yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense, right? Sorry, there are a lot of great Canadian companies that we use as well for garage doors, for windows, for doors. There's a lot of great Canadian companies making a really good product as well. You know, the price, the price determines a lot. Who's your go-to garage door that you like? I like to see it. I use three brands predominantly. It's going to be CHI. Okay. which is an American brand. Wayne Dalton, which is an American brand. And then I also love Upward Door out of Milton. They're actually a, a, a Canadian base. And oh, yeah? Based out of Milton. Great company, great doors. Limited on, on design right now, but a lot of nice designs. That they do have their very quality doors. The embossments are clean. The paint is clean. A really nice company there. For windows, we do a lot of installations for one company in particular, and then we do a few for a bunch of other companies. Right now, I think Unitech is making a really nice product. Unitech? Yeah. They, they're the ones that make that hybrid window. Okay. Really good product. They're based out of Vaughn, and then they also have a really nice vinyl window, really solid window as well. And then we also have another company called um, Weather Seal that makes a nice window as well. Okay. Uh, that's 
more the medium end window. But yeah, a lot of nice products. It just depends really what you want to pay. At the end of the day, price is king, right? I'm still trying to figure out this whole people don't want to spend the money on windows. Sadly. I'm trying to figure out why. Like I, I get what you said earlier. I, I understand it, but it well, doesn't make sense to me, man. It's, it's a budget thing. It, a lot of people take some five, ten years to save up $5,000. But that's what you like. Right? You're in the room or whatever, and you're looking out, and you want some nice glass, but you also want it to be building envelope efficient. Well, and and this is one thing that I find important. The guys that are actually renovating these houses or developers that are building these, it's really up to them to leave a quality product and a, qual- a quality install because when someone's buying a new home or a renovated home, they're hoping that all those things are taken care of because they'll probably never have the money. Like people own houses, they don't have the money for maintenance and they can't really afford a house, but they live in a house because they all want a house, right? I think that the developers and the renovators building these things, that's where the relationship should be strong and they should be doing the right thing. Finding contractors that actually do that is the hard part. Not a lot of contracts will it's actually- It's all about money, eh, man? It's all about the money. Unfortunately, it's all about the money and a lot of times, you know, they're spending- So they'll take the window budget and that's where they'll kind of skimp on? Sometimes, yeah. Really? Sometimes yeah. they just, you know, they say, well, you, a, lot of, a lot of contracts will say, you know, we'll send you a guy and you talk to him directly because they don't want to include it in their price. And a lot of times we have other contractors that don't want us doing the installation because they'll say, well, we'll just save on that money and we'll do it ourselves. And then you have windows that are bowed and uninstalled properly. And then there's problems. But you get your plywood shims, right? That the window never sits properly. Two by four shims. All right. All right. <laughs> I can use cedar ones if you want. There are two by four cedar ones. No, just you know what? This. I'm gonna change it up. No, I'm buying two no, by four cedar no, for no, no, no. It's, You know what? I wouldn't even use we it because to. it's too soft now. You know, 20 years ago, cedar was cedar and it had structural strength. Now it has nothing. So forget it. Um, That's a whole other what, podcast. What I wanted to ask you was, I get this conversation all the time when I'm trying to uh, become a designer of my own and uh, try to get a creative idea. People are these people want, real that you talk to? Yes, real all people. Right. <laughs> um, some people want double doors. Some people want sliding doors in the back of their house. What's smarter, what's not, what's the pros and cons? Okay, personally, I hate I hate double doors. You hate double doors, why? There's too many places where they leak. Too many places to leak. Air, not water, but air leakage. Okay. There's too many holes that you gotta patch up to make sure they don't leak. They just haven't made a door it's just, strong enough yet? Well, nobody wants to have the center post that's okay. solid, right? And that center post is gonna be your weak point because there's nothing underneath But there, you can right? get a removable one, right? Well, how? Can you get no. a removable? No? no. So no. you're saying it has to be permanent locked in between so the two uh, double doors. So often enough, I'll tell people, there's a really a lot of choice when it comes to patio doors nowadays and a really nice choices too, that you can get a really nice patio door, but the patio door will always seal properly because the frame is almost treated like a window the way it's made. So it has drainage, it has everything built into it. So that door just slides across. If there's any water, it goes right back out again. The actual building of a patio door is a lot better than the building of a double door. How is a, a good quality door usually built this? Like what material? We, as often as possible, for especially front doors, we use composite on the frame and then fiberglass on the door, which we already covered. But okay. composite frames are solid. They're really nice and really good finish. So then you get the wood, the wood texture to them, so they look really sharp. You get into storm doors? Not as often, but yeah, we do. Who? Somebody was asking me about storm doors recently. I'm trying to figure out. Who Not a huge want. fan. It kind of looks makes the house look old. Like if you're putting a four thousand dollar front door, do you want to cover with a six hundred dollar? Oh door? no, because that's just going to make me want to put a wife beater on and black socks and sandals <laughs> and come right outside. <laughs> I'm waiting to see that's that. That's just me. That's just me. You know, so I can take a look at my green shingles. I don't know. I don't know. That's just me, man. Yeah, Portuguese is. <laughs> uh, but what about phantom? Phantom screens. We actually have a company out of Ophel that makes them. We don't use Phantom. Phantom is the brand. Yeah. We have what is that? What is Phantom? It's a screen the that just slot pull sideways uh, in a magnet. What are they called? What are those doors called? They're they're dream. Well, the company they're hideaway screens. Hideaway screens. Hideaway is that, screens. Do you like them? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. Unless uh, you have pets or kids. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because both of them run right into it and start wrecking it. Yeah, especially drunk people right through them. That's the other or drunk people, pets, <laughs> kids, too. and drunk people. Yeah, but I mean, for what they're used for, they're really great. 
Yeah. So yeah, it is a, it is a better option than having a storm door because a storm door is always going to be in the way. It cheapens the look. It's always in the way. Yeah, the storm that... doors are just. Uh, oh, that's who it was. It was one of those consultations that I was doing. They asked me about replacing the storm door. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah, that's uh, never mind. So what about garage? Like what about interior garage doors? Anything that you fire, fire rated, rated? Fire rated, spring loaded. So they I know it's always own. supposed to be steel, but is there a fire rated other than steel? Well, fire rating is basically what? Well, how long the fire will take to go through the door, right? Yeah, to go through but it. it's always a steel door. It seems like it's always steel. Is, is there anything else? Fire, what is it, one hour? At one point, it was 20 minutes. I don't know what it is now. I'm not sure. Now, I, was, but I, was, now, I thought it was one hour. We always go 60 minutes now, which is yeah. a steel door. You don't like those steel doors? I like fiberglass. Everything I've learned, I like about fiberglass, but I'm not, but worried, about, door, I'm not worried about a garage door, but I am because like this, there's no even, UV damage to it. There's no heat to it. But so even garage to house. Yeah, so I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, because like, you can get the same panel design on that door as you do on the fiberglass door. So aesthetically, it's going to look the same. It's just the actual door itself is not going to be the same. I like quality. the guys who take the fire-rated door and then go to Home Depot and get the glass inserted and then cut open the, and they <laughs> the whole door. The <laughs> you have to so have they it. can look at their car or whatever, right? That little tick, that little steel plate or sticker they put on the side of those doors, it has to be made by them. So even the deadbolt hole, the drilling, the passage hole, everything yeah. has serious. to be made by them. Yeah. Because yeah. even those doors, they have special blocking on them to accommodate the uh, a closer on it, right? So everything is done specifically for that door. It makes it a fire-rated door. You guys... The young guys? Uh, one of them is 50 and the other one is 34. Oh, so you, you said young guy, <laughs> 50. Well, listen, you have to hire who you can hire. And, yeah, uh, and he's good. He's new. He's been with us nine months now and he's doing really well. And he's doing well, eh? Change of career, but he's doing really well. And then the younger guy is the guy that you've met already. So yeah, he's, he's great. for four years, 34 years old. He's been with me for four years, but he came to me saying he knew the business and I had to teach him everything from the ground up because what he knew was... Different. Was he a sponge? For the most part, but with our business, it doesn't seem like it. But there's a lot of shit you got to learn. <laughs> yeah, so yeah there's but there's still details. like I could see guys taking advantage of certain situations and all of a sudden just like uh, cutting corners and doing this, and I don't care. Well, that's the thing; it has to be done to my, to yeah. my expectations. So you see not, it, and you're always on site with them, so you're always yeah. working. I'll with always them. come around site. If I'm not at that site, I'll be coming to the site shortly to make sure everything's been done. At some point, I'm always on site. Are you doing access now too? Access? Are you into accents? What do you mean? Like, no, like access, like oh, you know, <laughs> impressions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have any accents? <laughs> Hello, how are you? Like, <laughs> I like it. I want to bring up uh, something that we were actually talking about on DMs on Instagram, where Homestars is like a program, like anybody that's not in Canada or whatever. No, Homestars is in the U.S., isn't it? I don't know different about the name. U.S. You'd know I think better it's a than different me. Different name of the U.S. It might be a so so basically a community or a, a homeowner community looking for contractors to do work and everybody kind of bids on it or whatever. And you were uh, looked at an ad and you saw something and I I took notice of the very last comment. Basically, what these things is they review contractors. All the contractors have they a, say you have they to have review. a certain. They say yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not a fan. By the way, I'm not a fan of these sites. I, I wasn't a huge fan until recently where they said they put things in place to make sure that the reviews are legitimate. Because for a few years there, and I don't know if they. Oh, are I know homeowners not. could say whatever they want if they just were yeah. being assholes, and yeah, then so you had to fight to get that review. Well, we off. have, we have, well, you, they won't release the review. I have one of those reviews on there. And my response was what answered the review, and because a customer was being an ass. Yeah, well, yeah. well, I think the problem with any program. I mean, I know that these programs have to exist because there has to be money to fund them. Contractors are paying for their contract. But that's the thing. Whether it be Homestars, whether it be Bombler approved, which we are as well. Oh, what the fuck? I can't believe you fucking said that. Did I? Sorry, is that a black thing here? <laughs> I just let it go right by me. 
<laughs> there's there's different there's different programs available, especially in Canada. All these things work the same way, right? Yeah. You no, have to you have to provide a certain amount of work, not a certain amount, but a certain quality of work, and have the reviews and have people that are basically happy with your work. Because if they're not, at the end of the day, you're not doing a really good job. And there are a lot of companies that don't, right? So yeah. bad reviews. But what he's talking about, Manny's talking about. No, I the, the the last. So they were looking for. I can't remember the specifics of the ad because I just saw the last sentence. Right, it, it was just a job, and here's the scope of it, whatever. And the very last comment was, "Would prefer a female contractor." Yeah. And that's the part that got me because... Maybe they were applying for the wrong ad. So they wanted their garage door repaired. It was an older garage door. It was a one-piece flip-up door, as she, as she stated. So that's a really old door. It's probably like 30, 40 years old. And then from there, she wanted it repaired, not replaced. And then she also wanted electrical work done inside the house. And she preferred an electrical... Uh, sorry, a female contractor to come and do the work. So she wanted to feel comfortable around another female. Yeah, Not that that's. Well, I don't, just don't. I don't see. I, well, I, why, I, why, why would you think that she would be? be because asking? I don't. I usually I see women in management or in carpentry, or painting. I don't. I've never seen. No, we know that women. I've never seen one installing it, doors or windows. There's fewer women in this industry than men. Uh, it's that. That's just I know it's normal. changing, but right now. I, you have to expect me to think that way because there's just not enough women in the yeah. in, we in want the industry. more women to come. So when you're the asking for something like that, to, when it comes to windows and doors, you're kind of like it's kind of weird. So there's a how many women installers have you met? None. I do have a couple of on Instagram that we follow and they follow us. Um, they're, and they're installers out, out west. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I think there's another group of ladies out of uh, the U.S. that are doing it as well. Uh, you know, we want more of them in the business because they're great workers. Right now, it's very very limited. So what are you looking for for a worker? You have to be able to lift 100 pounds. You have to be able to lift, not by yourself, but you have to be able to work hard and lift these things. And yeah, because these a units grind. are heavy. It's a heavy grind all day long. Like, yeah, eight-foot door. We were lifting up door windows last week that were eight feet by six feet, and that's not a big window, but it's a, you know, it's a good size. And yeah, you have that's to 100 right. plus. Couple hundred pounds. Any good stories about windows falling out of houses and being installed? <laughs> so we always go overkill when we do that kind of stuff. I, I want to make sure I never see a window fall down because at the end of that rope is someone hanging at the bottom that could. Yeah, yeah, it's not funny. So Cardito. for me, I, I thought it was for funny me, for you know, a that's, that for me is it was like, like the Roadrunner show. Beep, beep. No, no, no. We, we've never knock on wood. We never had a window fall, and I always take precautions to make sure that that uh, the guys know better than to, to have that happen. Yeah, it's, it's steel toe mandatory. <laughs> yeah, it's steel toe. It's hard hat. It's everything you could do safety wise because if this thing comes crawling down the safety has not going to save your life it's going to take your life yeah. so some people want brick molding on the outside of the window some people want uh, vinyl bent and folded what is typical that you do now so on an older home we'll always we'll always try to get them to go to a brick mold so we have actually more space on the inside of the house to foam and foam properly and so how much of the brick mold needs to cover the brick? We, well, we really want to have wherever the brick break is, we try to get at least half inch past it. Okay. That so we have, we still have a, a good chunk, like three, three and a half inches of exposed brick. Exactly. Because the brick is still nice, right? Yeah. The window's yeah. nice, but the brick is still nice. You want that brick exposed. Yeah. You want yeah. That, that. I look at it like the same back to the caulking thing and everything's all got to line up. Every, you want a piece of everything to make it all look balanced. Absolutely. You don't want the window to be like all about the caulk, a window about all about the brick mold or the brick all about the brick. There has to be balance. You want a balance of it, right? So Absolutely. what's the waterproofing process? process using brick molding are you waterproofing it from the brick onto the wood before you put the uh, window in uh, no, no usually no. usually i'm uh, it it's, usually done the, it's, it's done the same way it's okay. done the same way i mean the waterproofing has to be done between the inside envelope and, and the inside of the the house from behind the brick you can't you can't waterproof from behind a no brick it's got the airspace yeah, yeah that's the airspace. so you got to go from the back of the airspace it's the inside. same installation it's the same installation yeah. okay. basically it's not so much that part that part prevents water from getting in from the first part but that's not just going to seal your house it's going to seal your house is what the way it's done on the inside with the foam and everything else yeah. and obviously the membrane and whatnot like the actual on the caulking that's just preventing 
a lot of water from coming in because in some cases the water will just obviously travel right in. But for the most part, it's the exact same way. It's just how you insulate on the inside afterwards and how you install it. Do you like installing the windows before the brickies get there? No. Cause what? They're, because they're going to hit the window. They're going to demolish I, the I, Every single job I've done, there's at least one window that a brick got hit. We try to get our windows in before the brick guys ever show up. Before those, Because then if we do it before, they'll never line up everything properly to the yeah. frame, which means we don't have windows that fit properly. So I'm doing a brick veneer. On the outside of my house, I want you in you're doing first. Doing a veneer or brick? Oh, a brick or a veneer Full is the same job. thing. No, 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 no. So your veneer of your home is brick. Yeah. Right, not brick veneer. Yeah. You know what I mean by yeah. that? Yeah. Because brick veneer <laughs> is just the face of the brick. Half right? inch. Yeah. Okay. So right? you're doing a full-on brick on your home. Yeah. So you want you want to get the windows installed before then. Okay. I want to be in before stuck. I want to be in before brick. Let them work to All that. Right. Yeah. No, I just but want. You I want to make get, that clear. You got to get brickies or stucco guys to actually be conscious of the windows and protect them. Yeah. Right, you can't be starting to break at the bottom and all of a sudden keep on going up and then not protect the lower windows and all of a sudden you're gonna have a breakage, right? Yeah, I would have thought the brick went in first. That's a good thing to know. Good no, note. because they never line up properly to the to the openings and they were screwed because the window's not gonna fit. Because they just think the caulking guy will cover it up. Oh yeah, just pass the yeah. buck on, right? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, how it, it works. Work. Yeah. We need to be there before they do. Like I said, as soon as the framing's done, we want to be in that house installing the windows. Stucco always your first two. Yeah, we want to be there before anybody yeah. because then the stucco guy can actually come right up to the window. It's cleaner. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. cleaner, right? So and the it, only time you're going to be coming in is if it's an already existing home. Yeah, if it's a re and someone's re just doing a remove and replace. Exactly. That's okay. that's when we're going to come in after the fact. And what are the big problems with remove and replaces? If it's stucco, we're going to break stucco. All right. It's that's almost, just a fact. Yeah, that's unfortunately, the people like will have their stucco done. They'll be worried about the stucco breaking. And I tell them I can't guarantee it. If there's someone that does, then yeah, because sometimes they put the stucco right in front of the jam. They jam the it window. right to the window. Yeah. Then we have to literally have to cut the window all the way down carefully. And there are tools we can use to do that. And we have all the high end tools, so we do it. But at the same time, we, when we do that, we're taking more time to do an installation, which is going to cost more money. It has all right, to be a we're getting we're getting to the end. Have we covered everything about windows, doors, garage doors, that's skylights? You don't touch. No, no, no. no. That's for the roofers. Yeah, that's for the roofers. Yeah, let them do it properly. <laughs> Are there any cat doors that you do any tricks with them? <laughs> we actually get calls for people that want doors inside their garage doors. Really? Yeah, opening doors because they have rental properties and the people going through the garage. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. Um, <laughs> Wait a second. So that's completely legal. Illegal. Why didn't I know that? Because it has to be fully fire rated and the entire wall has to be double drywall, so, five eighths, all that shit. No, but the garage door will have a door built right into it that you can, it'll actually fold up. And oh, I thought this is the garage door opens up and there's a door right there. No, no, no. And no, they no. go in through there no, no, to no, the no, unit. No, no, no. The garage door itself will have a door built into it that you can open wow. and get in without opening the garage door. Wow. That's uh, cat access? Pause. That's, <laughs> that's creative. That's creative. I don't know if I like uh, it, but that's It's creative. expensive and it looks like shit. And it looks like shit too. But like, sounds like George Jetson's. It looks like shit. I don't think that, I don't think you make that any look good at any. There's no way because you always see the outline. There's no way to make it look good. But yeah. you get certain communities that want to have people run to their basements. What do you want to see changed in the industry in windows and doors? Installation. I you know, I like to see actual these companies having to train to do the installations properly. There, there should be some kind of I don't know if it's government or whatnot that you can actually train to have these things installed properly. And that's what you have to follow. You have to be licensed or you have to be certified. Something has to be done. There right? isn't a program like that. There's nothing like that right now at all. So how does a guy you got to get you who cares, and then you got other guys that work for you, and you pass on the knowledge to them. That's the way it works. And that's it. But you can only train so many guys. Manny, the truth is, is I was. 15 and I was watching the older guys. I worked in a factory while I was going to school. All the guys I would talk to, they'd always have like really cool cars and motorcycles. I got to kind of got to find out that they all worked on the side. They all did windows and doors. That's how I got into construction really because like I seen these guys making money and I wanted to make some money. All the guys I worked with during the day, mostly Polish guys, <laughs> not that that matters. <laughs> 
but they were all making extra money on the side. Well, Sometimes I guess you get, you get what you pay for, right? right? Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you want a company that does it full time. That's what they do for a living. You don't want guys that just come in on weekends. Fly by night. Bear in mind, I start doing it on weekends. And that's how I started in the business when I was still working my full-time job. I would go on weekends and be a weekend warrior. You go in, you do the installations. But obviously, that was building to something, right? It yeah, plus it was a different back then. Like even years 10 ago. years ago, the industry's changed so much, right? It was 20 years ago. Things have changed yeah. a lot. And like 20 years really ago, you could do asbestos in an undershirt. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. You have to know what you're doing. you got to be doing it, right? Because asbestos <laughs> in an undershirt. All right, I think we got to wrap this one up, man. So, Joe, thank you very much, man, for joining the podcast. This was really educational, man. There's a lot of shit that we didn't even know about Windows. Oh, yeah. Just ignore him. He just does that. He just does that, man. So, Joe, to find you, you got your website? Uh, JaredWindowsAndDoors.com Dot com Email It's on there But it's long It's yeah. on my it's on No my problem email. It's on the website as well too And then you already, your handle again For the Instagram JoeRF1 RF1 So check out some really good installs At your Instagram Yeah we have a lot of ideas We have a lot of things Little tips that we put in there sometimes So a lot of things on and there And you're all about education It's really important about education well, It's important to have good quality products And we have to educate the customers Perfect Okay <laughs> oh, he's got me laughing. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Get us out of here. Yeah, next week there'll be another podcast. We're not exactly sure what, but we'll see. <laughs> Straight from TL, baby. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Thank you.